quietly quitting is exactly when workers decide that they will do nothing more than their job description, that they'll work basically from nine to five, no overtime. You know, they will not take on extra work and they will not work the hours or take on additional projects at all. Hi, this is Anita from the Global Trade Gal. Today, I want to talk a little bit about quietly quitting. Lately in the news, there's been a lot of talk about this new phenomenon, which is called quietly quitting, where workers are basically saying that they're fed up, that they don't want to do anything extra, and that they're basically quietly quitting. Well, I actually feel like this is a bad idea. And I wanted to tell you why I feel like it's a bad idea. I understand that there's people that are frustrated, people that have, you know, they love the fact that they've been able to work remotely from home because of the, you know, COVID pandemic. They've loved the freedom that they've had. But actually, you know, having been an independent person that's working independently for quite a while, it's not easy to be able to do independent work and to be able to keep consistent and keep going. You know, there can be a lot of times you can make excuses. I've got to go mow the lawn. I've got to go to the store. I have to walk the dog. And all these things can add up into you not being very efficient in your work. You know, quietly quitting is exactly when workers decide that they will do nothing more than their job description, that they'll work basically from nine to five, no overtime. You know, they will not take on extra work and they will not work the hours or take on additional projects at all. That essentially, basically, they're just going to do what they have to do because they want to have a work-life balance. I get the fact that, you know, people want to have a work-life balance. But, you know, where quietly quitting really started was in China. And it started with a phenomenon that was known as lying down. But, you know, China's kind of a little bit different than the United States. And anyone who's been to China understands that the workers in China, it's actually a very different work situation than in the United States. And especially for, like, factory workers, that you know, many of the factory workers will work 28 out of the 30 days, but then they'll have a long holiday during the Chinese New Year period. And in fact, when you talk to many of these workers, they actually prefer it this way because they want to go home during the Chinese New Year holiday, see their family, take a month off or, or whatever else off, and they don't really see the need to be able to have a lot of time off during other times. You know, so the quietly quitting trend really started in China with many of the workers there basically saying like, look, I don't need to work the 60 hours a week or 70 hours a week or whatever else you're asking me to do. Instead, I'm just going to basically do what's called, they called lying down is I'm, I'm going to you know have a better work-life balance. For most of us though, you know, we are not working those, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week um, in the office. You know, we are not working 28 out of 30 days every month. Most of us, you know, we have a weekend on a Saturday and a Sunday that we're able to have off. And most of us, too, of course, are not taking a one-month holiday over the Lunar Chinese New Year. But here are my reasons why I feel like quietly quitting is not a very good idea for most people. The first one is that you are replaceable. And there's something that I feel, and this is just my own gut feeling, you know, if you're, especially if you're a remote worker and if you're doing administration work or even technical work, You know, if the company begins to feel like this person's not really working or this person's quietly quitting, you know, they could start looking elsewhere. They could go to Philippines. They could go to India. They could go to Vietnam. They could go to other parts of the world. They could pay um, a very good salary there, which would be much cheaper than you'd be earning in the United States. They wouldn't have, you know, all of the other things they need to pay on top of it, plus all the other uh, labor 
you know, things, you know, labor laws and other considerations and insurance, and they'll be able to hire someone who can do the remote work. So I think that, you know, workers that are working remotely need to, you know, understand that you are replaceable, that um, if you value your job, if you want to rise in your career, then you should do the best job possible. And quietly quitting is just the opposite of that. You know, you're telling your boss and everyone else that you are replaceable, that you will be replaced with someone who wants to work. You know, chances are that you can be replaced by someone who wants to work. Remote work means that anyone, anywhere can be hired. And this really is the phenomena of remote work. And most people don't understand this, but remote work actually means if remote work becomes the new work or the new way of working, it means that now your competition in the workforce is not just people in your area or people in your own country. It could be people around the world. And this opens up a whole new set of competition and a whole new way of thinking about it. You know, companies will figure out that you're quietly quitting. I mean, your boss and others are going to figure it out. They're going to know. They're going to know that this person is quietly quitting. This person won't do anything extra. This person is, you know, just, you know, doing the bare minimum. This person is just doing what they feel like they need to do. And, you know, when it comes time, the economy gets tough. Uh, maybe there are a lot of workers around. Maybe they're starting to hire workers overseas. You know, you'll probably be one of the first people they're going to look to cut. They're going to say, we're going to have to cut you because of the fact that we know you haven't been doing your job. So if you value your job and if you want to um, you know, keep your job, you should be able to show them that you're willing to work hard. I believe that quietly quitting will hurt productivity for the entire company. You know, the entire company is going to be hurt by this because, you know, if you're quietly quitting, then the person next to you might say, well, I'm going to quietly quit too. And you know, before you know it, the productivity has gone down. And when the productivity has gone down and the salary remains the same, then really what this means is the fact that you know, companies are going to start looking at and start deciding what do we need to do to change this? Where can we have more efficiency within the company? Because that's really efficiency matters because efficiency matters as far as money goes. It will ultimately hurt your long-term prospects. Not only will you lose out, you know, on learning things, but you, you know, what well, you could have learned by working hard, but you'll hurt your chance to get another, um, another good job. My feeling is if you hate your job, quit. You know, to be honest with yourself, if you really hate your job, if you don't love what you're doing, you know what? Just quit your job. Don't quietly quit. You know, just quit your job, find a new job, get something that you love to do and to start doing it. You know, because quietly quitting is about people are sort of expecting to be paid and to, you know, for not working. And, you know, you should not be expected to be paid for not working, you know, especially if you're being paid a very high salary or a decent salary. And every once in a while, your boss needs to call you in the evening and ask you a question. You should be willing to accept that call and say, look, I can spend the five or 10 minutes I need to be able to talk to them. You know, it's not going to hurt you. And it's going to, in fact, it's going to help you. I believe at the end of the day, you know, quietly quitting is all about the work-life balance. And I believe at the end of the day that people can work hard and still have a work-life balance. You know, most employers, if they see that you're working hard and that they, you know, they, they see that you maybe have to, you know, pick up the kids from school or do something else with the work-life balance, they'd be willing to understand because they're saying like, hey, this person works really hard. We want to keep them. We want to keep them happy. And they will allow you to have the work-life balance that you need. But on the other hand, if they know that you're quietly quitting, you're, you know, obviously you're not really working, then everything that you do will be questioned. And rightfully so, because suddenly they'll realize that you're not really doing the work that you need to do. And so that they realize that you're just doing the bare minimum. So everything you do, 
will be questioned. And also too, you're going to be, you know, you get, they're not going to look at you for promotions, for new jobs. They're not going to give you challenging projects. They're, they're going to say, this person really doesn't want to work. All this person wants to do is just do the bare minimum. Why should we give them anything extra? We believe in a work-life balance. We believe a work-life balance is important, but we do not believe that quietly quitting is the answer for this work-life balance. And we do not believe that it's the answer for, um, you know, employees in a company to do if they feel like they don't like their job. We feel like it's better for them to quit their job, find something that they like, and then move on and move forward and do something that you enjoy doing. The answer is that you need to find work and life balance while at the same time working hard and making your career a priority. And that's really what you need to do because essentially remote work really means that anyone anywhere can be hired. And if you have to suddenly compete against someone in Asia who's willing to work, you know, 15 hours a day in order to get ahead and to learn something, the competition is suddenly going to get tougher. This is Anita from Global Trade Gal. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We have a blog that we've written about this. We'll put a link to the blog in the description if you'd like to be able to read it. You can find our blogs on Mindoro, M-O-N-D-O-R-O.com. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd like to thank you so much for listening. Also thank uh, Rico for helping to put together this podcast and making it possible. Thank you so much.